0: to the Huffing Spirit Podcast, where we take you from the sacred to the profane, from the serious to the silly, from the outer to the inner, and from the guru back to you. Join your playful podcast guides, Alex Hindley and Natalie Dick, as they bring you back to a grounded and more authentic approach to spirituality. Episode. Alex and I, Natalie, are going to be diving into what is a good student. Just as we discovered and kind of unpacked what is a good teacher, guide, healer, whatever label name you want to put on it, there's major necessity for being a good student. The the one on the receiving end of the help. So yeah, let's dive into this topic. And I feel like there's, there's a bazillion things. I mean, I can think of in my last 10 years of clients that that didn't resonate or um, frustrating clients or like that kind of um, level of expectations that clients would have on you as the guide, as the teacher. So To
1: just, heal and fix everything fix about that.
0: To fix them. Yeah. Essentially yep. to fix, fix, fix. Like just here I am. Do it. Do heal me. Here I am. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah, where do you want to, where do you
1: want to start, Alex? I think we should start every episode with our why. Why are we doing this? Why are we talking about this? Yeah. Why is it important? All
0: right,
1: so why? Uh, for me, it's a great uh, counterpoint to our episode that we did about how to find a good teacher. Um, it's a yin-yang relationship where it's going in and out of itself, and um, And I think too often as a uh, student, we give our power over to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about how to find a good teacher, which is somebody that like holds the space for you to make those mistakes as you reconnect to your own inner teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, And just as it's important to know what a good teacher is, you have to know how to be a good student because, one, if you're thick skull like me, Spirit's gonna fucking smack you over the head multiple times with a 2 by 4 until you, like, figure bam, it out.
0: Bam-bam your body. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I get the, the picture of the Flintstones, like, bam-bam! That's how Spirit's gonna come in.
1: Yeah, and, and for me, like, Spirit is the same teacher just wearing a different mask multiple times. You're like, oh, you can do that in Aikido. Can you do that in your marriage yet? Yeah. No, 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 you can't. It's the okay. texture energy,
0: yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah you think you got it all figured I Guess what, I'm gonna come over here and just like drop in as this character just to fuck you up.
1: Yeah, and, and so many people, um, you know, you can work out, but if you don't know what you're doing, you're not gonna get the results. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like those 70 year old guys that are like trying to do curls in the gym and they're throwing their whole body into it. And you're like, this is a fucking isolated muscle exercise. <laughs> I just want to like hold them and be like, just lower weight, lower (laughs) weight. Stabilize
0: your pelvis for crying out loud. Stabilize yourself.
1: So uh, yeah, that's, that's where it's important to me.
0: Yeah. I think that um, being a good student is absolutely, like you said, it's the, the yin and yang energy is dynamic. It's like, it's got to flow back and forth. Right. And if there, if you are not open and willing to um to work with that teacher there's that resistance that you're going to hit that resistance right and for any good student you yeah you have to be open have to be open to um what spirit is going to provide for you
1: yeah and i I think with what we talked about before too you have to know when you have a good teacher, because you can... I I don't want to say it like that because we have an idea around the term surrender, but there is kind of a surrendering that happens. um,
0: Of course there is.
1: To them. So you're allowing yourself to let them guide you back to you. Um, And there's many different ways that your ego can protect the image of what you think you think you are. and the ego is very, very aware, you know, this is something that is born within every person and it's been around for hundreds of thousands of years within us. You know, it's, it's smart. It knows when stuff's coming down the pipe, just like the, the second year of class, I was very hesitant to do it. And now I realize in retrospect, like my ego was like, oh, shit's going to get shaken up real fast. Like,
0: I'm, not <laughs> I'm in gonna, danger. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not going to think I'm as cool as I thought I was before.
0: Yeah. There is nothing more humbling than the ego getting just shot down, right? Like and that that is the willingness as the student to a be aware that you have an ego, right? And understandably it is going to get challenged in in more ways than than you know. And I think I think a lot of people have this concept and again, this might be from the the bypassing love and light community that you know, when you do your healing, it's like all rainbows and puppy dogs. And get ready because you're going to be really, really uncomfortable. And I think that one of the most important things for students that when they are with a good guide, a good teacher that, You got to get comfortable with the discomfort. That is going to be your new model. Because if you can't sit with your shadow, sit with all of the, the feelings within your body that you have been conditioned your whole life to ignore, because we we favor um you know rational linear thinking. Like I'm gonna think my way out of this instead of actually feel it. A good guide and a healer is gonna guide you to feel. And if you are not prepared to go into those uncomfortable spots within your body, you're really not accessing much. You're really not getting into the depth, right?
1: Yeah, and, and it can be a ugly, hurtful, painful, beautiful, wonderful process. It's um, all messy. But you, know, you reminded me of one of the themes of class. You know, it's all there to help you to integrate deeper levels of understanding, deeper levels of knowledge, deeper mm-hmm. abilities to heal yourself um, is what you're, you're actually tapping into. So all the stuff that's happening for you is actually happening for you to integrate higher levels of understanding your, your own. Being. Is,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I love what you were saying, because I was talking about that with a buddy today, you know, we're, we're talking about therapy and you can tell like, Cause he's, he's doing the work because he's getting kicked in the teeth and you know, he says that he's like, yeah, this, this prop, he's, he's giving me advice on stuff and he's like, yeah, it's going to be painful. And you're like, so I think that's a part of it too, is you have to know you're going to get some bumps and bruises along the way.
0: Yeah. And if you don't, what are you really doing? (laughs) If you're not engaging in the the level of discomfort that you haven't gone to before, like what are you truly engaging in?
1: Spiritual masturbation.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're only
1: fucking yourself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. So it's like that. That is the. It's like what are you actually engaging with if you are only accessing? The the love and the bliss and the happiness, right? Like, the, and then we're getting into like the expectations of I only, you know, the you know thinking positive movement, which is total garbage, right? It's like, oh well, I'm gonna go to heal, heal, go go to a healer, go to a guide, and I want them to help me feel happy, right? Mm-hmm and it's really interesting because i had this conversation with um, uh, a friend a couple days ago and i was i was telling him that i do i do mirror work i do a lot of shadow work in the mirror and i i engage with like you know my shadows via the mirror and i was <laughs> i was telling him a story i'm like oh i did mirror work the other day and it was i was crying in the mirror right he was like wouldn't it be more effective if you just like thought happy thoughts and did and did and thought more beautiful things and I'm like, oh, what are those? Right? It's and, and this is such a common assumption. It's like if you don't, if you only think beauty and and happy thoughts, life is going to be happy. And that is like it's so far from the truth in the healing process. So if you yeah. are if you it, it, I kind of um, this, this is this is a a fairly old friend new friend that I that I've just been like chatting with and uh,
1: friend new friend okay
0: somebody cool. that I knew way back because I just moved back to my home Got, okay, okay. Like, right. anyway so I was telling him and he's just like he thinks I'm weird because I do all this like you know uh, shadow work and energy work and and the, a lot of this terminology is very new to people right like they're like like apparently this guy so if you're a student thinking that you're going to a coach a teacher a guide or somebody who is going to be helping you get ready to get rocked that's and and not not rocked like where your whole life become you, you derail your whole entire life that's and it not become uh, an unfortunately human being but it's it can rock you in ways that you you but but underneath that that discomfort all of that is like a higher level of bliss and happiness that you have never experienced before right
1: And and well, as I had a teacher explain it to me like this: as you expand your light, you know the top of the iceberg, you also expand the shadow as well too. Mm -hmm. So, so your understanding of your being is this, and as you start to under grow, right, your shadow is growing as well too. So you also have deeper levels of integration. You're like, wow, the the highest is high and the low is low, lower than it's ever been, and you're also like opened up to that much more from spirit to feel those things on all spectrums you know
0: yeah oh i love that Uh, like now my mind is reeling with like so many visuals that's that's a really great analogy because it's like you can like the i've heard this saying that like the more grief the depths of your sorrow and despair that you can feel is like the higher level of like happiness and bliss that you can experience, because in this <laughs> look this, out, bliss like, town, here I come. Yeah, it's like there's <laughs> <like>, <laughs> the darkness. Where is it? I want to get it. Like this is literally how I look at shadow work now. It's like I love doing shadow work. I I look forward to it because I know on the other side of it, on the other end of the pole, we were, t- we're talking about like different polarities of energies. It's like once you can integrate this shadow, integrate this darkness and allow it to be there, when you're kind of bringing in all these little fragmented, forgotten, lost parts of yourself, your energy system is just so much more expanded. Like you said, it's like much bigger on the top, but then you're, again, there's, it's like almost infinite to the amount of, light that we can experience. But it's also in the same wavelength, it's like the same infinite amount of shadow, because it's like, there's collective shadow, there's just there's so much, right?
1: Yeah. And for me, like, I try to try to look at things like from a Taoistic perspective, I don't know if that's a word or if I just made it up. But um,
0: well, that's a word. I, I'm gonna Taoistic. Taoistic um, sure
1: whatever so da- like
0: Dallas, Dallas.
1: you know the, the the one side the wu Wei, the the yin energy is this too shall pass and the other is like i can and i will with the yang energy you know masculine and feminine mm. um and it is that and for me it's it's very similar to like the alchemist and i love the alchemist in a lot of different ways but i think for me that i, li- I live by that book and the, the principle of When you're on a new path, the path will open up. It's going to be easy for you to begin with. And, like, when I first started getting into plant medicine, I was, like, telling everybody about it. My heart was open. I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is so cool. And then your heart closes. It goes back to normal for a little bit. And you're like, oh, shit, the world's really cold. Um, But there was all these cool things that unfolded on the path from Cleveland to get me to Chicago, which is where I met you. And, um but if you keep getting resistance from the beginning, you're not you're probably meant to do that at a different time or not do it at all. But like once you're on the path, you're gonna have those obstacles. But if the obstacles appear like right as you're you know packing up your bag to go out the door to get on the path, it might be different for me. Mm. So um, yeah, I mean like the, the shadow work is amazing and, and people think that it's bad because you say shadow, like shadow has infinite possibility and it is too it's your on your your potential you're not aware of of yourself as well yeah um but that being said it's also a kick in the balls because when you get to that spot spiritually you can't blame other people you're looking at your own stuff you, yeah. you get, the, you because get the, other person,
0: the because the other person is the mirror reflecting back to you that which you need to work on
1: yeah and if if it didn't bug you it wouldn't you wouldn't be triggered if i was like oh the sky is green you'd be like "Yeah, whatever this guy's green you know but if i'm like this political system is the way that that you need to look at the world you'd be like go fuck yourself Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah so being a good student um it's very important to be open to all of the discomforts in the healing journey because the and that you know in your trajectory of healing it's it's not linear it can feel like this is another thing that people have expectations in their healing journey they're like well it's going to be that upward ladder
1: it's going to go
0: it's going to go like this burr.
1: It's this. It's like, this archetype of progress that we think is like up into the right. Yeah,
0: rise. it's like it's like it's like capitalism. I'm just gonna keep making money. It's just, everything, keep grows. Going. It's just gonna, everything grows. It's just everything grows. Like um, that's kind of impossible. It's like so this this impossible trajectory that that it goes you know up in some linear fashion, but it it doesn't at all. Like you you're going to have days where you you feel like you're taking 10 steps ahead and then the next week you may be 20 steps back and it feels like 20 steps back but because there's so much happening on the back end so much integration so much having to feel what you haven't felt in I don't know 20 years if this is the first time you're going to therapy or 40 years or whatever age you are listening to this you haven't felt yourself you haven't experienced yourself so the moment you open up the the energy system and open up your emotional body this is shit people have not even people don't even know how to feel they think their way through life so the moment you open that up your trajectory and healing is like I have to feel all of this grief, all of the despair, all of the rage that I've suppressed or repressed my whole mm. entire life. Right, so it's it's fascinating when people think that they're like, oh, I just, like woohoo, love and light. No, no, honey.
1: <laughs> it's for me. It's it's a spiral.
0: Yeah, I you mean, know? it. Well, it can be a spiral. It, it depends because it's like for me when I see. I guess the, the visual of healing—it's like you go up, and then you kind of you feel like you're coming back, and then you're going forward, and then you're coming down a little bit, and it—even it, that is not predictable. There, the the pattern is not that predictable because we don't know what life events are going to be outside of you. We don't know what you're going to be kind of digging up in the rubble of the traumas
1: and all of that stuff yeah and traumas trauma is i mean that'll definitely be its own episode but like it's crazy there's there's times that you you know i go into sacred space i might take a gummy and sit by myself and just like start contemplating and reflecting and then you feel into hurt that you felt from just like a roommate you know and you're just like oh i thought i thought I was over this and it turns out like, no, that was a toxic environment that I was living in. And Mm. um, that person didn't respect my boundaries. They didn't give me the love that I was giving them. And
0: um,
1: so you think you're over stuff and it's the littlest stuff. And again, it's all coming up for you to integrate it to different higher levels of understanding yourself.
0: And to add to that, it's like, it, it comes in layers. Right, like just because you think you got over something, you didn't. And I'll get—I'll give you a personal example. So, you know, moving back to my hometown, i, I, I left London, Ontario when I was twenty-seven. I left.
1: Fuck no, you! I'm never coming back. You're
0: out of your line, I'm out. Peace. Anyway, so and and I was—it was in my twenties. It was—I was really messy, and I drank a lot. I had a lot of numbing activities because I had you know my own personal trauma. But, um, so it's funny being back I'm, I'm re-experiencing this city in a, in a whole different way as a, from a whole different perspective, but, you know, running into old friends and seeing people, it's bringing up these old memories of the messy parts of my life in my twenties. And I'm like, Oh God, did I do that? Oh, wow. Like, so it's, it's like you, I'm going back to these old memories in a new layer from a new perspective but healing it in a different way right like so healing comes in layers like how i would have healed that maybe like 10 years ago is different how i'm seeing it now because i went in i went into some uncomfortable memories and things that i participated in and did and then looked back and i was like had so much compassion for that, for that girl back in her 20s who just was very <laughs> unconscious. But it's interesting because it, it comes up in these layers, right? And so when you think that you're done with a wound or a trauma or something that stagnates in your body, I always feel like you're going to re-encounter that wound from a different space, mm. right? And just like you said, you thought that you were over this you know relationship with a roommate and it hurt you and it was a toxic environment i'm sure that memory came up f- at a place in where you are now and you have so much more perspective and you you have tools right to kind of process and sit with that you're not running away and scrolling on your phone because you're like oh i feel something uncomfortable i got to do something right you're just you can sit with yourself and look at it.
1: Well, that's a, it's a great point. Uh, and I think we could talk about it all day, but the, f- the ways that we numb ourselves.
0: Oh gosh, that's a whole different episode. And,
1: <laughs> and, and, and like the, the phone thing, um, you know, it, I think, and I can't say to enough people to watch the movie, every everywhere, everything at all times. And they're also talking about like the internet of like, having all these different options in front of you at all times and it's cool to a degree but it can also be completely overwhelming and you can get very nihilistic fast so you have to be aware of like when you're when you're touching this thing like you're you're putting your face in the blast reactor you know like yeah. there's a lot of different stuff coming at you
0: well um, it's it's also like having a lack of awareness of your body right if if you're just mentally in the the space-time continuum of like Instagram, right? You're you're in a different world, right? And if you're not even aware of your body in the present moment, you're like not even breathing, it, it's it's trippy what can happen to you, right? Like you're just poof, yeah. like, gone. So um yeah, I think that the way in which we we do heal it, it is in those different layers of integration and it's gonna come back like memories will come up and discomforts will from your past will always surface like these old wounds right so yeah
1: i, I got something i'm working on so um what do you see as hurdles to being a student i've, I've heard a lot of amazing things from you in terms of the inability to get, uh, discomfort, discomfort, you know, get out of their comfort zone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: expectations of wanting them to fix them. Um, what are hurdles that, that you might've had in your own practice in your own life or that you see as, as a guide? I, th- I
0: think that, um, the, the biggest obstacle is not taking personal rec- personal accountability mm. expecting that somebody's going to do it for you that uh, that's the, the biggest one um and they think that uh those i i actually don't believe that those are the people who are actually ready to do the work who are really ready for healing. They're still kind of floating on the surface looking for this. Um,
1: magic wand, magic Yeah, board. like
0: the magic wand, like I want this, I want this, I want to move forward. Those are very-
1: I'm gonna vision board my way out of this.
0: Yeah, so I <laughs> listen to the secret and wait for that freaking Ferrari to end up in my driveway so I can be happy. Um, yeah, it, it's the uh, words to pay attention to. Um, it, anybody listening, and you hear yourself saying, "Like, I'll be happy when." Mm. You know, I'll be, I'll be happy. You're not gonna be, you're not gonna be happy when you're healed. Life is still, life is still gonna throw you some curveballs, right? Um, but I think that languaging self auditing like pay very close attention to the languaging that you're saying to yourself when you're looking for somebody is like oh this is the one i've heard that that phrase right there oh i think this this person this healer this teacher this guide this coach is going to be the one that's going to help me get out of my rut mm. the one right so this kind of like language inner languaging that you're using to find again the guru and it's going to tell you how to do everything
1: and I think you and I have talked about it too I think there's a level of vulnerability as well too like and especially as you're learning with that teacher some teachers you feel more comfortable with instantly it's it's on you to uh, self regulate your level of vulnerability but there is a component of vulnerability there too. Um, and I think in a, a minute or two, we'll probably transition into like the talk of initiation, right? Like the mm. the cosmic cooking pot. Um, yeah. But you and I have talked about it a lot too, of like accountability and vulnerability. And accountability is, it, it, it goes from like everything is happening to me to everything is happening for me. And I understand that that's very much a, a new age concept, but to a certain degree, if you're giving away your power, if it's always something else, then you're not going to take any accountability in fixing it. Yeah. So the other side of it is, it's, it's the yin and yang energy of it, right? It's the, it's the, there's this, it just is, and then the warrior energy of imposing your will upon something, doing it. Um, and the vulnerability component is huge as well, too, because you can change to the degree that you're willing to change your story. And you have to be willing to evaluate your story and look at all the different roles that you play within it, whether it's the trickster, the lover, the warrior, the king, the magician, the troll, the the evil person, um, how have you done that? You know, and then the deeper levels of healing is like seeing all those characters within your own life story, seeing their perspective, integrating, accepting, forgiving, healing, loving them. And I'm not there for every one of the characters in my life, but I, I think accountability and vulnerability are huge. And there's so many people. I think the third thing that I notice is perspective change. And you know people that are doing the work because one, you have crunchy ass conversations with them. Sometimes you are like, Hey, hold some space for me. I'm working on this. Mm-hmm but they'll constantly challenge you when you're experiencing your own limiting thoughts. And they go, oh, well, I've heard you say this a few times. Why are you still here? Why are you still there? So you can notice within them that they're doing the work that they're no longer holding, in my case, they're no longer putting up with the same bullshit that I was bringing to them before. And so some people hear the words and they and I have some of these people that I love, but like they use words like, Consciousness and high vibration, and you know they, they do high vibes. They, yeah, so high they vibes. high vibes, but they do the they do the prayer hands every time. You're like, you give them a oh thank you, you know. It's like
0: put your want, hands down. Stop cut it. Your,
1: cut your fucking hands off.
0: Stop it. The most most inauthentic expression of spirituality right there.
1: Yeah, it's like in Lego Batman. He's walking around with people. He's like prayer hands. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: sorry sorry to rip on those people who are not staying all the time for anyway um
1: but uh, you got any more thoughts on this or do we want to shift to initiation
0: no i think you perfectly that was was beautifully said so let's dive into initiation
1: so our our dear friend chin brought this up to me the other day, we were talking um, about this subject matter, and she was talking about like, you know, a container is something that is like, there for like, the cooking, you know, shit's gonna yeah. get messy, your juices are gonna- the
0: big soup. The big yeah. soup of just a shit storm of soup.
1: And And the ritual leader, the teacher. Is facilitating the space whether we're talking in a sacred space or whether we're talking in a therapist chair or you're just having coffee with somebody they're giving you the space to unfold and to look at your stuff but you also have to be vulnerable right you have to know that some part of you is gonna die so that the new part can be reborn yeah. Um, so
0: yeah incredibly important so if you if you are not, okay, I've, I've actually experienced this in, um, in sessions where I've had to let go of a client for first couple sessions and I said, you know what, you're presenting as, as this and there's no way for me to actually help you and get in. I can't get in. You won't let me in so therefore there is there's there's no dynamic relationship here right so if you Mm. are coming with such armoring right such armoring and the inability to project your fears and blame the teacher right this happens quite often it's not your time for healing you're not ready to be cooked Because once you step into that container where vulnerability is absolutely essential because, and again, if you have the right teacher, if you have the right guide that is going to hold you in integrity and safety, your job as the student is to be vulnerable, to actually get naked and show what is there, right?
1: get naked emotionally, spiritually. not,
0: yeah, I don't, don't take off your clothes to your therapist, anybody. <laughs> don't don't do that. do no. that. they hit me with
1: the restraining order. <laughs> Natalie don't and Alex me fucked me up.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, to, vulnerability is that, you know, the the ultimate vulnerability is the nakedness, the all the flaws, all the cringy parts of yourself that you have... You don't want to let other people see that, right? That That's where the magic is for a student coming into any um, initiatory healing. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely necessary. Because otherwise you're just hitting the walls of the ego constantly, hitting the walls of the ego and you're, you're just going to be circulating around and all these false personas you're really not getting to the core of that person
1: so do you think we explained what initiation process is or
0: yeah do you want to explain it
1: um i i i see it as something that occurs a little further on the healing path um i th- mm-hmm. i think of it as almost like a like a ritual i mean but it's in our case you're uranized with class you know it's something that took place over course of three two to three years but is also happening and still happening yes. unfolding new initiations for new initiations um it's it's the shedding of old to come into the new um you're being called into a greater energy for yourself and for others yes. and that's where you really start doing the work is when you're doing it out of service for others and a good teacher is a good student so Mm, when you find a good teacher they're still doing all the work they're still doing the shadow work they're still having this and that you know they're they're not oh i've uh
0: i've hit a a level of enlightenment i've arrived
1: yeah and and (laughs) for me that's that's huge the the yeah. Teachers are still students themselves mm-hmm. and you see how much they dig in and I mean like you talk about Kurt, right? He's seeing more clients than he's ever seen. He shows up, he's doing the work out of love and like he, when he has a class, he goes back and studies all the stuff that he already read again. He goes, oh wow, this time reading it for the 10th time, I'm really looking at this differently. He's doing that as he's doing the homework that we're doing as well too. So like a good leader leads from the front. A good teacher is a good student. They're humbling and they're aware of the process of what you're going through as well too because they're constantly being initiated. They're going through that as well. So for me, initiation is just a, a shedding of the old to move into new higher levels of love, light, and darkness and the whole spectrum of everything. Mm -hmm. but you're you're prepared kind of like a video game like you you level up you beat some bosses you get some little things and now like if in order to move to the next boss you have to get yourself there through the different accolades and leveling up you're now leveled to a new level you're Mm -hmm. just constantly doing that
0: yeah that's not a hierarchy
1: did i describe a hierarchy
0: no but just like i kind of see video games as like I got uh, to yeah. level like twenty five. I'm yeah. like hierarchically better than you, but it, it's not that. It's it's actually like
1: you could describe more, it's it. It's even more the-
0: humbling when you get to probably get to the top. You're like, wow, I still don't know anything. Yes, I still don't know anything, right? And like, so I I, I love that initiation. Um, you know. I think the init- ish- initiation starts when you are presented with something that is, you know, painful. Mm-hmm. You know, life is going the wrong way. It, I mean, perceived as the wrong way, or you're not getting what you want. You're stuck. Somebody passes. These these are all forms in ways that spirit presents the start of an initiation, right? And then initiation, whether it's um, you know meeting somebody to kind of take you through that process, whether it's the the guide, the teacher, that's the container for you to get really messy. And we're talking about that vulnerability piece. this this is absolutely necessary. Like if you're not willing to get messy, and start seeing those real icky parts of yourself, it's gonna be, the whole initiatory process is gonna be halted. Yeah. It's gonna be stopped and your learning will halt, right? So, and then you get redirected back into conditioning and patterns and things that you have been operating from that keep you in the same loops.
1: Mm. yeah and, and even in like sacred space you see people connecting to their divine and also giving up power to the shaman
0: wow it's so funny i have i have a i remember i did my first um uh what's it called when you go uh sweat lodge i did, i did my very first sweat lodge this was almost like eight years ago and i remember walking into this flat lodge and just i was so enamored with um the leader mm. and thinking and thinking to myself i wonder what he sees in me like <laughs> do, do it, like this egotistical way of look. It, like i had that feeling like, i hope they
1: tell me how special i think i am
0: yeah. Yeah, like that kind of <laughs> shit. All, that's that we all have been there. I, I'm gonna be full oh, totally. fully honest. I was like, I want like because this is you know when I was in my first, you know, uh when I was still developing kind of like my my knowing or my intuition. I was like, ooh, I wonder what he sees in me. Guy didn't pay attention to me at all. it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh bummer. But yeah, I think that
1: is this um, where they tell me that I'm the next white messiah.
0: Yeah, exactly, ex- <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah. Um, so it it was it, all of these ways in which we're looking to be um, our ego to be recognized, right? This, mm. this is the ego wanting attention, wanting to be recognized or something, and that's the spiritual ego. Boom, right there. Yeah. So, in you know, I've had I've had people say in session, um, you know, do you see me having this or that? They, they want to know like what I think of them and their.
1: Where do I land on the monopoly board?
0: Yeah, yeah. Or they they've asked questions and, and this is and I've asked these questions too in different different sessions with healers and stuff like. Um, almost like they want me to gauge them on who they are and I'm like I'm not giving you any judgment you're you are you perfectly beautiful beautifully expressed you right so it's re- it's really interesting how people um when you are in order to be a good student you know being guided by somebody the, the the gurudom thing that that's something very powerful that people really need to let go of because I feel like that's it, it's taking away your innate power and sovereignty over yourself.
1: Yes, and it's I will say I think we're hardwired for that from birth. You're you're looking up towards your sure, parents.
0: Sure. Yeah. You're your your- you're looking for.
1: Always looking for something outside of ourselves, which my weird thing, I think that's where society is falling is like, it's, it's all built on an outside model. It's not built on an inside model. Yeah. Um, All
0: these like false structures outside of ourselves and like, oh, if I do that over there, I'm going to get this inside and feel. Yeah. So to, to be a good student, Alex, what do you think?
1: Own your shit. Be accountable. Be willing to be vulnerable to the level of degree that you feel safe with that. Um, witness the perspective change within yourself and with others. Realize that it's not a, a linear thing. Um,
0: You're layered. From, You're yeah. multifaceted and, and layered, and it's messy. Get in your messiness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you can tell because you can tell when you're doing the work and there's other people around you who are, who are on their own path and they're hearing you where they're, they're coming from, but they're also introducing new perspectives. You're able to hear these other things. Um, And then there's some people that just, you know, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. They understand the vernacular. They've read a few books. They've seen a few YouTube things and some podcasts and they're, they're talking, they're using the same language that you are, but you're speaking a different language. They're using the same words, but you're speaking a different language. And, um, yeah, I I think being a big, you know, finding a good teacher is one of the most important things, especially as traumatized as modern society is in the many different ways. But if you're not, if you don't know how to do the work, you're not going to get the
0: results. Mm -hmm. And I will say that it is, it does take a good teacher to direct you and and guide you in the questioning of, um, you know, asking the right questions to help you unfold. Right? Yes. It, absolutely imperative. But you, as a student, receiving those questions, it is your job as a good student to allow those questions to penetrate allow those questions to really open you up into all these yucky parts of yourself that that right there is a very important part of being a student is to let your ego go to allow all of these shadows to to come up and to feel safe enough in that container to cook in all of it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, what's what's our homework for ourselves gonna be? We're talking about being a good student. How are we gonna make sure we're good students ourselves before their next podcast recording?
0: So let me think of this. I think my my homework is going to be doing a little journal entry. Mm-hmm. And I I love using this one um, with clients. You know, often we come into session and we have, um, you know, the the things that we're stuck on, the things that we are um, trying to fix. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, why do I love what? Okay, so I'll give you an example. for me growing up my my nervous system was hardwired for chaos so i will journal what do i love about chaos Mm -hmm. and this and you can just write down all of the things so whatever your challenge is ask yourself what do i love about that see what it's pretty crazy what comes out
1: i am i I'm going to do, I'm going to do that homework. Wow. As well. um, I would say, I would add to that as you're exploring that challenge with yourself, tap into your higher knowing your inner guide and say, why am I here? Why is spirit bringing me here? Right. You know, like I, I like to heal with laughter and I've said it one time. I'll say it a million times. Laughter involves you pulling yourself out of something to find a humor in it. And if you can't laugh at something, I'm saying some things are are very serious and not laughable or not laughable yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Why why am I here? Why is spirit bringing me here? So if you're subscribing to the new age theory of I'm co-creating with something bigger than me okay, then why did I choose to bring myself to this moment?
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: So um, that's do something...
0: Do you want to do two, two homework? Two.
1: I think I can do two homework assignments.
0: Okay. So in the face of the challenge that you are currently having, whatever that challenge is, the challenge, the discomfort, the um, whatever, I guess, whatever you're seeking help with, Ask spirit, why am I here right now? And what is spirit presenting this for? How is this for me? Or why am I here? And then ask yourself, why do I love this? And you will just see all sorts of patterns and interesting things. Just do it like a free writing. It's powerful. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think like a little, like a journal thing, like you're talking about.
0: Yeah, but it takes like two minutes, before you go to bed. You'll yes. be like, oh, I actually like this because of this. You'll see all the ways in which these. And
1: before bed, you don't have to have an answer, right? And and allowing your subconscious or your oh,
0: yeah, yeah, your you or kind of
1: whatever answer. to to provide those answers, or in, and if it doesn't happen, keep asking. Another thing about being a student: keep keep fucking trying, keep doing it,
0: <laughs> keep going, never stop.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, don't hit yourself, don't don't knock out the side of the wall with your head, but yeah. uh, you know, don't just give up after the first try. So that would be the other thing I would say.
0: All right. Well, I'm excited to report on this. I've got some cuckoo stuff happening, so I'm gonna dive. I'll bring I'll bring a little vulnerability to the next podcast
1: me as well i mean i'm i'm finally surrendering and going to see kurt again because like you know i'm like oh i've got all these tools i know how to do it and then now i'm like no no i need some help i'm going through some shit (laughs) and uh
0: yeah next podcast get a little bit more dirt on alex and i well not dirt you know what i mean but okay that was uh that's a wrap let's let's get cracking on our journal
1: go 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 be good students
0: yeah, go be a good student.
1: Stop, Stop fucking slacking. Stop <laughs> listening to us. Find your own inner guide and go we're be good
0: Get student. out of here. Skedaddle. Yeah, okay. we're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Huffing Spirit Podcast. Remember, you are your own teacher. Take what resonates and leave the rest. For more info, follow us on Instagram at Huffing Spirit Podcast and subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. Bye for now.